The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. Hi there, you're listening to Get the Funk Out, and happy Monday, everybody. I'm your host, Janine. Yes, we are getting in the spirit of things here at KUCI coming up October 28th. It's our fun drive. Very excited about that. You'll get a chance to actually talk to some of your DJs, favorite DJs who will be manning the phones. Uh, so that starts October 28th. If you want more information, it'll be on our website, which is www.kuci.org. All right, coming up, I have standing by Miss Senior America, Elizabeth Howard, and CEO for the Ms. Senior California Pageant Program, Pamela Wheeler, joining us. Very interesting backstory about Ms. Senior Elizabeth Howard. Uh, she's actually 72 years of age, and uh, she sings opera. She looks absolutely amazing. There's a picture of her up on my blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. And uh, I'll let them tell you more about each of uh, their roles and responsibilities and what they've been up to. So it's my pleasure to welcome to the show CEO Pam Wheeler and the Miss Senior America Elizabeth Howard. Good morning, ladies. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Great. Very well. I want to thank you for calling into the show this morning. We're delighted to be with you, Janine. And I know, uh, Elizabeth, you are quite busy, aren't you? Very busy. <laughs> Congratulations oh, yes. on winning the Ms. Senior America title. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate the congratulations. And you are absolutely stunning. I posted your picture on my blog. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it took a little bit getting there, but uh, hey, you know, I got there. I think it's great. Was this a dream of yours for a long time now? Uh, no. It, I, um, I, I actually started... With, with my friend Judy Lampu, who was uh, entering the pageant uh, a few years ago, and she needed some help backstage, and that was my first um, introduction to the pageant, and I didn't think too much of it, uh, I mean, of me doing something like that. I, I was very impressed, mm -hmm. but then two years later, um, she and a few other people urged me to enter, and uh, I did. That's great. Tell me a little bit about your, your backstory before you did all this. Well... Hmm, wow, it's, it's many years of backstory. So I, I'm a voice coach, a vocal coach, and I'm an author of uh, vocal power uh, package singing training that I developed over the years. And I and um, I went to Juilliard. Oh, I wow. went to uh, I taught at Hunter College. I taught 15 years at Pepperdine University. Hunter College is on the East Coast in yes. New York. Yes, I'm an East Coast. Uh, I'm, I'm a New Yorker actually. I I moved to California when I was 38. You have a very then, you have a very young voice, by the way. Excuse me? You have a very young voice, very young speaking voice. Oh, you think so? Oh, I do. <laughs> I do. Thank you. Thank you. So continue. Go ahead. Elizabeth, I think it's important you share with Janine and our listeners part of your experience while you were working at Juilliard and a particular situation that precipitated your creation of the vocal power technique for singing. I'd love to hear about that. Yes. Well, mm. I got into Juilliard at 18. I had scholarship all the way through, but um, 
Uh, I graduated, I got a, ba- a bachelor's and a master's, but my voice was failing me. So there are a few reasons. One, I overloaded uh, my schedule. I just got as many hours in the day. You know, I was a productivity kind of person. Oh. And I was president of the, the Epsilon Psi chapter of Mephi Epsilon. We did a concert series with the Homes for the Aged. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was a double major in piano. I, I did a lot. I did too much. Awesome. And I lost my voice. But so losing my voice made me think about, well, what is singing? I mean, what, what are, why should it be such a mystery? And most people thought of, of it as a mystery of, oh, you're born with a gift, you're born with a talent. And I thought to myself, you know, if, if I'm born with it, why does it stay, stay with me? What happened to my voice that I lost it? Yes. So I, over the years, I did some research and development, and I, um, I listened to singers. I, I did my own study of what it takes to sing well and free and easy. And I came up with a method that uh, my students said, you've got to put this in a book. And I did. I put it in a book called Sing uh, with four CDs, and later came the DVD called Born to Sing. And then I did one for uh, ear training called ABCs of Vocal Harmony. And they're all distributed and uh, published by Alfred's Publishing Company. And I've helped thousands of people. Uh, all over the world, in 11 countries, 37 cities. I go to Italy every year, Paris, England, from Rio to, to Australia, to Oslo, to Helsinki, to Italy, Paris, Rome, all, everywhere. And I've been helping people sing, and that's my mission, I realize, in life, is to help people sing and find the joy in singing and, and be better than they ever thought they could be. Okay, I have a question, because I've always wanted to sing. I always tell everybody I want to sing. But a lot of it, really, for me, is a confidence thing. Do you find that the people that you're teaching, a lot of it is they have the talent, but they don't have the confidence? Well, the talent needs to be brought up, brought out. You know, a lot of people don't know they have the talent. You know, because you know you have talent for some things, but singing isn't that obvious. Yes. You can bring it out. But but what was the question again? I'm sorry. Well, you know, for me, it's been a confidence thing. Oh, conf- well, well, you know what? If, uh, you always give this this uh, little anecdote, little example. Okay. Would, would, would one go into a piano teacher and say, I don't know if I should study piano, I can't play? It's the same with singing. Yes. You know, you, you, you get confidence through the technique, through the basics, through the foundation, through being able to sing, and that, that's what gives you the confidence. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I guess it's with everything. Yeah. Yep. So how did so, uh, how did the two of you meet? We actually met through the pageants, and when she, uh, Elizabeth was in helping her friend Judy, I was competing that same year, and we met there, but really became much closer when I took over the pageant program in October of last year, right after Elizabeth had won in the Senior America title. I became the director of the entire California program, so of course we began working very, very closely with one another at that time. That's great. And is that something you always wanted to be involved with? I know you actually won a title. I did. I won the Miss Senior California title in 2010. Was thrilled to win the title and really uh, had never been in a pageant in my life. And when I read about this for women over 60, I thought, gosh, I'm over 60. I have a talent. I'm going to enter this pageant. I did, and as a result, I've met some amazing women, made some new friendships, and now am heading up the entire organization for California. And our our preliminary pageant program and our state program uh, are much larger than any other in the United States. And by the way, if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Miss Senior America, Elizabeth Howard, and Pamela Wheeler, who's the CEO for the Miss Senior 
California pageant. Um, I'm your host, Janine. This is Get the Funk Out. Tell me about, to have spent a lot of time together, uh, did you know she was an opera singer right away? I did not. I did not because I heard her play the piano, which she does quite well. She's also an amazing jazz singer. So I oh. did not know she sang opera. And she doesn't just sing opera. She sings it splendidly. So she's yeah. really a very, very talented woman, um, very positive and upbeat, and a wonderful, wonderful role model for, for women over 60. I was going to say very inspiring for somebody who maybe always wanted to do something but never thought they could. Well, and when you hear her story about her experience with losing her voice, and she took what was a negative and turned it into an amazing positive and created this technique called the vocal power technique, which is taught, as she mentioned, around the world. And she's very modest about that, but it truly has made a difference in the lives of so many singers. Let me go back to that for a second. Elizabeth, how long did you say you lost your voice for? Oh, a few years. And when I say lost, I could sing, but I couldn't sing like I could sing when I first went to Juilliard. You know, I lost about an octave off the top, and so I couldn't really sing the roles, the coloratura repertoire. So I could, I could sing musical theater. Yes. Uh, so I did uh, about thirteen musical theater uh, shows while I was doing this research and getting my voice back. So that was it, you know. But I did get it back, and I'm singing better than ever. I have to say. It's interesting because because the show is themed "Get the Funk Out." You were in a funk in a sense, but you kept going. Yeah. Yeah, I kept going. Well, that's, I feel, you know, that's my nature. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, maybe it's from playing ball when I, I was a, a, a teenager. When I was a child, I played what uh, we called in Brooklyn punch ball. What is that? And, you know, you get, you get, uh, you throw a ball, but throw, balls cut, get thrown at you. You don't know where they come from and where they're going. And you have to be ready to catch and throw back. And, and, and I, I think, I think it feels, it feels a lot like sports. Me that I, I get a challenge, I take it and I run with it and I go and I do it and there's nothing I can't do and I think maybe I got that from my mother too. I think that's great. Too. That is great because there's never a moment where you're wallowing and you're saying you know you you just maybe seize an, a new opportunity and you go with it. Exactly. And Janine, you should know, too, that Elizabeth not only is a phenomenal singer, but she's a phenomenal vocal coach, because this year she has coached Lionel Richie before he went on his national tour in the past. She's coached Sting, she's coached Priscilla Presley, and she advised me this morning, she's now coaching Lisa Loeb. Um, oh, I love and this they, they met this summer as well. So she's, you know, she's a teacher, but she also can perform, which is an unusual combination. Oh, that's fantastic. Are you ever out in California or are you mostly based in, uh, on the East Coast? We are actually all residents of California, so she's based out of Los Angeles. Oh, she is. But as she mentioned, travels internationally, too, to teach her vocal power technique. That's fantastic. We're, we, we are in uh, Atlantic City right now, Janine. You may not know that, but we're here for Miss Senior America, the 2013 pageant. And Elizabeth, of course, will be the guest of honor until we crown the new Senior America on Thursday afternoon. And that's, her name is Elise Richelle? She is, Elise is representing California this year on the national stage. I see. So we're all pulling and hoping Elise will bring home the Senior America title one more time. So it would be great to have Elizabeth and Elise as back-to-back winners, both from California. Yes, I read that she beat out 13 other women in California, and she's 80? She is 80, 80 and has an abo- the voice of a 40-year-old. It's phenomenal. Oh, my it's gorgeous, gosh. gorgeous voice. Oh, 
Oh, I can't wait to speak with her and and listen to her (laughs) sing as well. I I want to be able to sing like that when I'm her age. Oh, my goodness. You ladies are very, very inspiring. (laughs) Thank you, Janine. I'm not just saying that. I mean, I have a neighbor who is always out there, and she's, let me think, she's 85, and she's always out there, you know, rain or shine, she's trimming her bushes, she's watering, she's whatever, and I, I say to her, you are unbelievable. I want to be like you. I want to be out there moving and grooving and doing because that's what it's all about. And well, I will say this, Janine. One of the things that I think is really, really important for all of us to know, whether we're in our 60s or younger, mm-hmm. you know, to stay young, you must stay connected with life. Yes. You can't be sitting at home watching the soaps or not staying connected with people. Jump on board. Get involved with activities, get involved with your community, do charity work. Mm-hmm. But you will find that there's so much of life left to live after the age of 60. Elizabeth is a case in point, and myself as well as many others we've met through this pageant program. I think it's great. You know, there's a lot of people in their 30s and 40s, they get in a funk over their age. I think, I'm feeling old. And then, you know, listen to someone like you, and you say, what are you, an idiot? I mean, snap out of it. <laughs> I mean, come on. You know, it's amazing. At the California pageant, Janine, we had several women, I had several women in their 40s come up to me and say, I am... I'm so impressed by these women I see in their 60s and their vitality, their energy, their positive attitude, and and all of those things help keep us young and help keep us healthy. So we're continually inspiring women, their 60s, 70s, and 80s, men as well, but also younger generations. I think it's great because people get in a funk. You you ladies should go out and, and do this lecture, you know, get the funk out lecture, because People get in, trapped into this mindset of, you know, obviously depression and then it becomes this endless cycle. But to go out and find your passion or to discover something you've never thought to do at any age is amazing. Well, I've got a musical I wrote that I'm going to be producing. I wrote it back really? in New York um, 35 years ago. And, it, and it, I revised it, and my husband and I are going to be producing it this year. Now, let me back up a second. You wrote it 35 <laughs> years ago. Did you, were you kicking yeah. yourself saying, okay, what am I going to do with this? Well, I was about to put in the closet like uh, a lot of people put their dusty dreams, and I took yeah. it. I said, "Wait, all it needs is a little revision in the script. The music's all written. Took it out, revised the script, got the music put on CD, got it transcribed onto sheet music, and I'm going to produce it." <gasps> I love it. <laughs> I love it. And that's what she's doing in her spare time, Janine, after she teaches um, at Pepperdine University and has private voice students. She's an amazing lady, and I tell you, people that meet her continually are inspired because she's so encouraging, she's so motivating, and has such a positive attitude about life. Well, I think that's great. Now, let me ask you, this is totally, you know, as, as a side, do you eat really healthy? Do you get a lot of rest? I mean, do you have a secret thing that keeps you positive? I, yes, I have a diet that I'm, I met someone on a cruise. I was doing a jazz workshop, and I met, he was a, he was a, uh, we were just having a conversation. He was, a, uh, he was into nutrition and a bodybuilder, and at the end of the cruise, he sat about 13 people down on the deck, and we all took notes of the diet. So I'm on this diet. I, I took the notes, and I lost 30 pounds. Wow. Uh, I was 127. I'm 5 feet tall. Now I'm 98, and I've kept it for three years. And that's one of the things I did to prepare for the pageant. So, and I get eight, eight to ten hours sleep every night. Ah. And um, that's it. You know, my diet and my, my, my rest. And I practice my singing every day. Well, I think that definitely the sleep 
keeps you very positive. I know people don't sleep well. If I have a couple of terrible nights sleeps, I feel awful. Yeah. You know, that's really key. And uh, your diet, so are you, you know, vegetarian or gluten-free, or you just watch what you eat, or...? Mm, I, I know what not to eat and what to eat. I'm yes. not totally vegetarian. I wish I were. I, I eat chicken and fish. Mm-hmm. But I have a regimen that excludes things like sugar, salt. But I will say you can, on this side, you can eat once a week anything you want. That's good. And um, I do eat potato chips and ice cream, but on those <laughs> days, I eat a salad or cottage cheese. Oh, that's <laughs> I, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I lo- it's like the people that have the uh, Coke with the with the salad or the, uh, you know, they kind of mix it up. So uh, <laughs> that's funny. That's really funny. Well, it's very inspiring because, you know, as you get older, you I mean, even my age, you start f- realizing what works. You know, it's like a chemistry experiment with your body. What works, what doesn't, what gives you more energy. Yes, it's true. So do you have any uh, advice for people that are in a funk? Well, I say get those dusty dreams out of the closet. Dust them off. Turn them into stardust. Be the best you can be and get out there and let it shine. So that's easy to say. It's not easy. As I've realized this past year, there are people that have health issues or people that are close to them that have health issues, and it can be very draining. Right. And you just have to keep your positive attitude, and it's like being on a beach with the waves. As each wave comes, just take it. Dive into it. Dive Find the place to dive in where it's safe and just take the wave or take, like I say, in sports and turn it into a positive thing. Just just be positive. Um, improve yourself. Do things that you've always wanted to do. Don't wait. You know, don't say sooner or later. Don't do it sooner, not later. Right. Uh, Janine, I'd like to add to that, too. I have yes, found ma'am. that the people who take time to, to reach out to others and offer an, uh, a helping hand somehow are blessed, and somehow their own challenges uh, are diminished. And I think if you, if you find time in your life to help others, that it really can be very gratifying for you personally as well. Yes, yes. I have children, and I, I try to make them aware of, um, you know, like Malala, that story about Malala, and she has a book that's yes. out. Okay, so I played the kids, even though they had a ton of homework this week, last week, I played them the, ki- uh, the video on John Stewart of Malala talking about the importance of education. That's the best thing, you know, you can do is give people an education. And my point is that, you know, we're so fortunate where we live, and I want them to be aware that there are kids that are, you know, fear for their life mm-hmm. and not so fortunate, not so blessed, and it kind of put things in perspective and open to conversation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's the youngest to win the Nobel Peace Prize, I understand. Yes, yes. I hope yep. she does win it. Absolutely. She's quite a woman. She quite certainly a is. a young lady. Wow. She's uh, only 16, and she, she speaks like she's 25. Yep, she does. Do either one of you have a quote you live by or a motto? Well, I came up with um, something <laughs> like, reach for the stars and you'll find yourself over the moon. Oh, I love that. <laughs> One of the ones that I've used, Janine, for years, Yes. Uh, and my son still remembers my telling him this when he was eight years old, you'll find joy in the simple things in life, because for some people, that's all they have. That's right. And for no matter what we have, if you can find joy in a sunny day or a beautiful blue sky, then you found something to be to warm your soul and help your attitude be positive. Absolutely. Oh, I love and it. And always look for the silver lining. In times of trouble, look for the silver lining because there is one. 
You know, and as I say on my show, a lot of times we go through this really difficult time. We are at our lowest of lows, but that builds us up and makes us stronger as we come out the other side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I will tell you something, Janine. Um, Elizabeth's husband has had some health issues, and in spite of having this wonderful crown and all these positive things going on in her life, she's had challenges that she's been dealing with right along with all this fantastic publicity and and respect that she's gained around the world, uh, being Miss Senior America. So her life may appear to be absolutely flawless and perfect by looking at her and her beautiful face Mm -hmm. and countenance, but she's had challenges that she's dealt with, so she really knows uh, from when she speaks, and she truly is an upbeat, a positive, kind-hearted woman and uh, demonstrates it no matter what. That's wonderful. Do you ladies have uh, things that are coming up on, you know, for the, for the new year? I know we're wrapping up this year, but uh, there are things coming up that you want to share with us? I would love to. Um, on Thursday this week, October 25th, they will be crowning the new Miss Senior America. So Elizabeth will be actually doing the crowning here in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Oh, and that's a very special time. It's bittersweet for her because uh, her reign will now be over. But as far as we're concerned in California, she will always be our Miss Senior America and oh. Miss Senior California 2012. And then the entire state pageant program for California launches um, early in 2014. We have two preliminary pageants in March two in April, three in May, and possibly one in June. So that's our what we call our pageant season, and then it will culminate with the California State Pageant. Uh, we're looking at, at uh, August 23rd, uh, 2014. Okay. So what we do is we encourage women who are, are over the age of 60 to really share their insight, their talent, their grace and their beauty with people around them, and we encourage them to participate. For more information, go to our website, California. that's M-S-S-R, California, spelled out, dot com. Wonderful. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, that's, and you can get information about our pageants there. If you'd like more information, my contact information is on the website, or you can email me at pwheeler94 at cox.net. But any of you that are out there listening to this show and would like to participate and meet Elizabeth in person, That'd do join us for the pageants next year. You know, maybe when I'm up in, Calif- in um, California, in L.A., I would love to come and meet her when she has some downtime. That would be fabulous. And we'd love to, to arrange for you to meet several of our queens. And, of course, Elizabeth being Senior Americans is a very, very special honor for us to have uh, in California. I would love it. Ladies, thank you so much for joining us today, and uh, I look forward to meeting you in person at some point. We will look forward to that, too, Janine. Okay. Good luck thank to both you, of you. Thank you so much for calling in. That was Miss Senior America Elizabeth Howard and CEO for the Miss Senior California Pageant Program, Pamela Wheeler. If you missed any part of the program today, it'll be up on my blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. Going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back more with Get the Funk Out. (laughs) (laughs) Greetings, KUCI listeners. It is time to give to the spirit of underground radio. It's KUCI Fall Fun Drive, October 28th to November 8th. And for as little as $35, you can receive a cool KUCI t-shirt or CD. But we accept donations of any amount. (laughs) Make your donation via PayPal, online, or by credit card. 
Call into KCI between October 28th through November 8th and make a donation to show your support and help keep KCI on the airwaves. Just call 949-824-5824. That's 949-824-5824. And get into the spirit of underground radio. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.